Dun, dun, dun. Welcome back to another Just F and Send It truck cast. I haven't, I haven't been numbering the truck casts since the ones I've done. Most of the ones I've done have been on the way to matches or something like that. Um, and I just do those kind of separately. I number them. Well, I didn't number them, but I keep the normal episodes numbered. But since uh, the new idea of doing more truck casts in between interviews or whatever, uh, the more long-form podcast so uh that i do solo um i'm gonna start numbering them so this one will be number six had to go back and count uh through all the episodes to see how many i was actually on so this is number six and uh if it wasn't for a fishing tournament this weekend actually going on starting today um i would have jeff and cl on for a podcast because they just came home with the W from the Pig River team match. Team Just F and Send It representing, bringing home the hardware. So congrats to those guys. I'm going to have them on next week um, to uh, talk about that match. And I mean, they won with a, a pretty good lead. I think they won with by 10, 10 shots, I believe. Uh, and they even zeroed a stage. They had some... They had a little issue, uh, and they ended up zeroing a stage, and they still won by by ten rounds. So that's that's pretty impressive. The guys did well. That was actually both of their first wins ever, single or you know, or a team team match. That was, they they shot well. CL shot his new impact uh, setup, and and it hammered all day long, and he he loved it. So uh, we'll get we'll get into more of that when I get them on for the podcast. So. Um, I'm also recording this straight from my phone and not through the Bluetooth of truck because I think the audio was a little bit too quiet on the, uh, last truck cast that I did. I went back and tried to hear it a little bit and, uh, I think this may sound better, but got a couple of things we're going to talk about today. It has been the busiest I have been in a long time with getting very little work done by that i'm talking about employment i i i need people i need employees i've had to fire a couple of them i need people but there's almost zero incentive to work right now because everybody's getting fucking fat checks they feel like they make more sitting at home than they would if they were working 40 hours a week and a lot of them may be but with all this bullshit stimulus money keep coming out that we're paying about $14,000 a household to get a $4,200 check if you're married with a kid uh, that plus the unemployment if you want to call them benefits um, there's no incentive to work and, and Biden is just shrugging that off. Like, Oh no, if they're, if they're offered jobs and they're not taking them, they're losing bullshit. If I go to dude over here, like, Hey man, you want to come to work? Nah, son, I'm good. How's the federal government going to know that to say, Oh, well, you lose your unemployment benefits. They're not. It's a joke. It's an absolute fucking joke. And it's, it's killing us. I mean, restaurants, mechanic shops, 
All of these places, they need people. They're ready. Hey, the business is good. I just need people. They're having to close because they don't have enough people to cover shifts. And how does an economy sustain that way? It, well, the, the, the secret answer to that is it doesn't. And something's got to fucking give. And kudos to the states that are saying, nah, I don't give a shit what the federal government says. We're not awarding unemployment to any or any extra unemployment or unemployment at all to people right now because we need people to get back to work. There's tons of jobs and no one's filling them. Why would you? If you're a lazy piece of shit, why would you? When you can sit at home and play fucking Xbox, drink beer or whatever, go fishing and get paid for it, get paid more than working, why wouldn't you? It sucks, man. It's, uh, it's, shit's crazy with work right now. And I, I got, I got fucking 25 apartments to do and nobody, I got like three guys working today. Normally I have about eight and I've got three. So that's where I'm at with that. Um, I'm sure everybody has either seen or been touched by the what I call the petrol apocalypse we got going on down here in the southeast. Um, last Yesterday afternoon or last night, we got the news that the Colonial Pipeline is back running, but the problem is, is that you're gonna have we're gonna have about ten to fifteen days of this pandemonium at the gas stations, even with those lines running now, just for basically a backlog. It's like a an accordion effect where it stops up here and it just completely shuts down way down the line, which uh, would be at the pump. And I mean, you got people being crazy filling up trash bags and shit you know what people talking about don't fill up trash bags no if you're stupid enough to fill it with trash bags fill them up because it's when you die from uh carbon monoxide or i, I don't know fucking gas fumes or if your ass blows up because of it then that's darwin that's darwin effect right there you get the darwin award and you don't get to reproduce um but, I mean, it's. I saw a fight Tuesday morning at a gas pump, and people are just losing their minds, man. It's a crazy time to be in America right now. Now, anybody listening from you know on other other parts of the country other than the southeast, y'all might have had a bump in in price per gallon, but there's there's no problem there. Um, I know I saw people in Colorado had a twenty cent bump per gallon, and Texas too. Um, but we're, we're down here. I mean, we're, if there's a hundred gas stations in my town, there's probably 12 of them open today. And then all of those have 40 cars at each pump in line. It's ridiculous, man. I wasn't alive for this, the fuel crisis in the seventies, but I've seen pictures and it looks in news coverage and it, it looks very similar to this, but we'll get through it. Um, I've got this was covered next. I've got next weekend a jiu-jitsu seminar in the Greensboro area, which is three hours away. That's next Friday, and I hope to have gas to get there um, and get back. But it's going to be a hell of a seminar. 
Shaolin will be there. Hobson Moore will be there. And um, Bruno Bastos. That's three Hall of Fame jiu-jitsu players. Will all be at the same seminar giving a summary. Like, no one has ever done some shit like this before in the jiu-jitsu world. Like, you, you will be hard-pressed to go to a seminar and learn from three people that have the accolades that these three guys have. And all three of them, we, my, my gym, East Carolina Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, we all have affiliations with all three of these guys, but have never had them all three at the same place at the same time. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. So it's Friday and Saturday. We're going to go. I think we're having it at the hotel that we're staying at, which will be awesome. So we don't have to leave. We can walk outside to the restaurant, the parking lot, and eat. Uh, come back in, do jiu-jitsu, drink beer, and not have to go anywhere. So we're going to have a good time. I'm excited about it. But, uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. And I'm trying to get – I'm trying to see if Heath wants to uh, – carpool together and then i might end up doing the the heath chapman episode a little bit different than the way i initially intended i might just do one sole episode on jujitsu and then have him come out and shoot it's been crazy he's his wife's had an operation and it didn't go as planned and she's struggling a little bit but she's strong she'll push through and you know, he's trying to take care of her and run the school. Um, and it's, he's been busy as fuck along with me. I've been busy as fuck with jujitsu, work, baseball, soccer's over with now, but it was all three of those, all four of those at the same time at one point. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, life's been crazy. And so shooting has taken a back seat, but I'm going to try. There's a one day this weekend I'm not going to be able to go to, um, but uh, I wish I could. But I'm going to be hitting up some matches here. I'm getting signed up soon for – I'm going to do what I said I wasn't going to do, which is shoot matches in June and July and early August. But I'm, I've got to just because I haven't been able to shoot many this year so far. Have, I've shot one, uh, I think. One or two. I can't remember. Um, but – uh We'll get some more shooting talk on. Like I said, we're going to have uh, Jeff and CL on for the uh, recap of the team match that they won. That's going to be exciting. I'm fun. I'm, I'm, it's going to be fun. I'm excited about it. But for the rest of you, I got a call not this past weekend, but weekend before last. I was at my in-law's house. I got a call, looked at my phone, and it was the king. It was Jacob Bynum. And I answered the phone, and we talked, and he asked me if I could, or if I would be interested in shooting the Battle of the Coyote match. And I told Jacob, I said, Jacob, I would absolutely love to shoot that match. But there's two problems, three problems. One, I don't know shit about fuck when it comes to land nav, about all the skills. I mean, maybe target detection, you know, just get good, have a keen eye to, to see. Range estimation, I know how to mill with a reticle, but am I good at it? Fuck no, I don't ever do it. Um, and all this, he's like, hey, look, that's cool. I got a class beforehand in Colorado. You know, you can we'll spin you up. I was like, man, okay, here's the second problem. The match is the same weekend as the Big Rock tournament that I'm, me and uh, well, CL is going to be on his boat 
with for uh, his boss's boat that CL's the captain of. And me and Jeff and Josh Coons from Patriot Valley Arms, we're going to be on Jeff's boat fishing it. Um, so that's a no-go. But the, the other problem is I don't feel that even with the knowledge that I would be good enough to justify. Uh, yes, it'd be fun. Yes, it's like a destination type thing. It's a bucket list thing. But I just don't feel like I'd be doing myself a good enough service to spend the money right now and flying hotel travel all that stuff and the price of the match um to justify doing it right i just don't think i'm i don't think i'm there yet i don't know if there will be but i'm not saying i'll never travel for shoot matches but it just is a perfect storm of reasons why i can't shoot the match but i did tell jacob this jacob wanted me to bring this up he wanted me to even him have him call in to talk about it, but it's hard to do that on a truck cast. I don't really have a capability of him calling in, recording it on this phone, because I'm literally record, recording this on a voice recorder app that I downloaded on my phone. So there's no way. As soon as someone calls in, it pauses, it cuts out the, the recording. But um, I will, any of my listeners... If you sign up for the Coyote match, the Battle of the Coyote match, I believe the buy-in is $700. There was like four spots left as of then. It may be filled up by then. I haven't talked to Jacob since that weekend. It may be filled up. There was four or five slots. Um, but if not, if you want to shoot this match and you tell Jacob at sign-up that you heard about it and you're signing up because of the Just Step and Send It podcast, I will pay $200 of your $700 entry fee out of my pocket. I, this money is coming from nowhere but my bank account. I got no sponsor doing this shit. I am the sponsor. I will be your sponsor, $200. And you just let him know, hey, I'm a Just F and Send It podcast listener. David mentioned this to me, and I want to shoot. You do that. I will pay $200 of your $700 entry fee. So that hopefully is incentive to do it. It's a bucket list thing. If you want to shoot it, cross that bucket list box off, uh, do it. I'm here to help you. And uh, I just want to you to either comment or uh, comment on the Podbean app, comment on... Uh, the Just Evan Senate podcast thread I've got on Sniper's Hide, or email me and tell me about it. I want you, I want you to tell me about your experience. I want you to tell me about how it went, how, how you, you know, how you felt about your performance, how you felt about the match. We're going to talk about it, and uh, I'll I'll read your comments and uh, on, on an episode after that uh, after that match is over with. So. Um, Next up, oh, the fucking car, the GT the GT five hundred, that damn thing is looking bad as fuck, son. All right, so to start it off, I bought the wheels and tires put on there. The wheels look awesome, and I posted a picture on the uh, um, my thread on Sniper's Heights. So if you want to take a look at it, um, post everything I've done. I did the wheels and tires on it. Then I did the uh, 
stripe heads is a black car silver racing stripes that i've never liked very few cars in my opinion look better with stripes than the not um in my opinion a mustang or in particular the shelby gt500 is not one of those cars i hated them i've hated them since we got the car Remove the stripes, paint looked great up underneath it, um, and but the car had been washed by some dumbasses, and the thing looked like someone washed it with a Brillo pad. Swirls out the wazoo, the plastics had chalked up because another the same dumbass waxed the car and got wax all in the porous plastic trim, like right there underneath the windshield wipers, the mirrors are plastic. The skirts on the bottom, the rockers on the bottom, the grill, it's got a big wide honeycomb grill underneath the hood, and it was all chalked up. The chin spoiler was chalked up. The mud, it's got little factory mud flaps. They're, they're not flaps, but you know what I mean. Trim pieces that go behind the wheel wells. Those were chalked up. Them bitches are black as the night, and look, the paint got a stage two paint correction. Uh, and then ceramic coated the wheels, the paint, the windows, the cali brake calipers, because it's got Brembo uh, brake calipers, and even the exhaust tips all got ceramic coated. The car looks like a completely different car. It doesn't look like the same car, and it looks phenomenal. D-cups. I'm so excited. Um, that was... Just all that paint work and all the treatment and stuff like that was $2,300 fucking dollars. Uh, but my opinion, best money spent on that car because it looks amazing. Um, it looks better than it did the day we got it off the showroom floor. Like, literally, the paint looks amazing. Um, then I put an off-road... I don't know if I've mentioned it since I've done this, but I put an off-road H-pipe on there. That fucker is god-awful loud. Sounds like a stock car. Um, it sounds good. Don't get me wrong. It doesn't sound like these fucking trucks with straight pipe glass pack bullshit. No. It sounds like a performance car. It It is louder than my Trans Am was. The LS1 Trans Am with a big cam, all bolt-ons, um, and long tube headers three inch all the way back off-road y-pipe and uh magnaflow the uh muffler it it sounds louder than that which i didn't think that was possible given that it's got factory it's got factory headers on it and it's only a two and a half inch exhaust instead of three inch and it's not cammed but it's fucking loud and sounds i mean It'll make your, your your dick wiggle. I mean, just the sound of it. It sounds so good. So what's next is I ordered some 410 gears to get rid of them factory bullshit 331s. The real long ass gears that are just they're not. It's the car's not scary. When it puts down 556 at the wheels, and it's not scary. It's because it's geared wrong as shit from the factory. So I'm putting in 410s on the six speed. And it should wake it up a little bit, and it'd be a lot more fun car to drive. Um, but yeah, I'll—I uh, don't know. Maybe I'll post a video of like some I don't know, exhaust exhaust clips. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do with that, but it sounds awesome. 
the YouTube channel thing that I had mentioned a couple times, um, Phil and Kalen had mentioned to me on the podcast that we did that I should do a vlog. And I've never really given it much thought, and I'm still not decided, but man, it's seeming more and more appealing. But it's not going to be, kind of like this podcast, obviously we're precision rifle centered, but I mean, here I am talking about a Mustang GT500. We all know I'm a, a connoisseur of good beers. Um, Jiu-Jitsu, canine training. I'm thinking I'm just going to do, if, if I do it, it's going to be a YouTube channel centered around all the things that I like to do. Um, all the things that I talk about on the podcast. You'll get to see some of I'll I'll go work some dogs and we'll get some dog footage. Some working on the car footage, driving footage, obviously match coverage, um, load development maybe, um, stuff like that. Jiu-jitsu, maybe I'll take a... When I I do this, it's not going to be from a phone. Like I'm going to have to invest in microphones. I'm going to have to invest in camera. uh, A little... No, I'm probably going to do like a little point and shoot. But, you know, camera technology has gotten crazy in the last, you know, decade. And especially in the last five or six years. I just got to get caught up on it. But, like, just some GoPro footage and then an actual video camera. Um, I've got a, a nice Sony DSLR um, that I bought for doing uh, working dog videos. That just What I'll end up having to do is I'll shoot the footage. I'm going to find a, a guy that specializes in do, like, editing YouTube videos. Like, for these YouTubers or whatever. And I guess that's what I'll be going for is a fucking... I, I will not ever call myself a fucking influencer. I hate that. That is, it's not a real thing. Okay? That's not a profession. I hate that term. I hate that word. But even YouTuber, I don't like. But basically, that's what it'll be. Um, have someone edit the video because I know, as you know, I don't know how to edit audio. I definitely don't know how to edit video. It's a whole nother world. And I, I don't know shit about it. But um, that's what I'll uh, end up having to do. Um, I'm going to talk to some more people. And um, maybe I'll call Frank Galley and talk to him about it. But it, like I said, it'll be kind of like the podcast. You'll have a video where it's me at a match. It's me um, training, practicing. It's me at... Do, you know, doing load development or, you know, load workup on the, at the bench. Um, I don't know what I would, as far as load development and load workup, I don't know what I am going to offer you that you're not already finding at, you know, Eric Cortina's web, uh, web page or, um, there's, there's, there's tons of guys that just do reloading. So yeah, I'll probably touch on it, but do a whole episode on it. Probably not. Other than like, Hey, this is me doing how I do it. This may not be the right way that you think it's, it is to do it. But, hey, I've got single-digit SDs with bug hole groups. This is how I do it. Take it for what you will. Take it for what you pay for. Um, you know, but just everything involving, you know, go to a fucking brewery and drink all the beers and show you all the ones that are gross. I don't know. Have a camera with me. Shooting footage send the footage, hey, 
make a video out of this, whether it may be a 10-minute video, maybe a 30-minute video, I don't fucking know. But I think it'd be fun, and I think it'd be something you guys would enjoy, giving a little visual aspect to the podcast. And, I mean, it'll probably be like Just F and Send It TV. Like, it'll be the name of the channel or whatever. I don't know. But uh, it'll obviously complement the podcast. And probably like, hey, talk about a podcast and then do a video on something that we talked about in the podcast. I don't know. Um... Hell, I know something I would like to do it would be go take a trip back up to Maryland to my club, to Misfit Canine, and basically spend two days doing a Saturday and Sunday training day, and you guys see what that life is like, and because it really is a lifestyle. Um, they would love it. They would have a fucking blast, and they would have a ball, and they would go ham. It would be... For if nothing, if nothing educational would come out of that video as far as working dogs, the comedy would be fucking gold because the jokes never stop. Like, it's almost we're arguing and it's hilarious. The jokes in the arguing, but yet we're still breaking bread together. We're still drinking. It's nothing personal. But if someone outside looking, you're like, man, are these guys about to fight? And no, we're just talking shit because it's fun to talk shit and it's fun to, to rib. It's fun to do that. Um, James, Hill, Sonny, Dez, uh, Nick. I mean, all of, all of my club members up there, they would have a fucking blast. And then throw me in the mix. I'm the fucking oddball out, this country-ass cracker up there. And, you know, that's a whole thing in and of itself. And the jokes from that and I think you guys would love to basically virtually spend the you know virtually spend the day with me and them. That would be a fucking blast. And that's that's gonna happen. We're going I'm gonna if I do this shit, I've already made my mind up. That's what we're doing. We're going to spend a weekend up in the DMV, uh Misfit Canine and we're there like all day. We're drinking beer the whole fucking time. That's the beauty of working dogs. You can't drink beer while shooting a match or really or a training day at the range. No, that's highly fucking frowned upon. We get fucking white girl shitty by the end of the day. I mean, we're drinking beer. There's a little bit of bud going around. It's it's fun. We have a blast, and you guys would love seeing it. So that's happening. I'm rambling on about that. So... Uh, yeah, I mean, that, I guess that's really all the things I wanted to cover today. And, uh, as always, um, I apologize kind of for being busy. Um, I can't really, can't really help it. These truck casts are something that I can knock out during my day. Like I haven't even eaten, it's, it's 1.10 PM on Thursday and I, I haven't even eaten lunch yet because now is the time I would normally be eating. I'm here spending it with you guys. Um, but the podcasts are going to keep coming. Uh, like I said, Jeff and CL's podcast, hopefully get one with Heath either before, during, or after the seminar. Um, I would love to be able to sit down with Bruno or, uh, Shaolin or Hobson to do a podcast, but I mean, I feel like I would be doing them a disservice because this isn't such a 
Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu-centered podcast to where if you don't know who they are, I don't think you would get quite the appreciation out of their stories, their experience, their journey to get to where they are now, their lives. I don't think you could, unless you're a fan of jiu-jitsu, if, if you do jiu-jitsu, you know, who, you know who all three of these guys are. And, you know, you would, everyone would love to be in the same place as these three guys, uh, individually and especially all together. I mean, you're going to get a, literally a hundred years worth of knowledge. Plus Heath, Heath is going to teach a course, uh, too. Um, Heath is basically one of their students. Um, and they're going to beat his ass the entire weekend. And it's going to be fucking awesome because he beats our ass nightly with a fucked up bum knee. I mean, he got me. I thought I almost passed his guard, which this is like a, an age old thing in jujitsu, uh, where you feel like, Oh, I almost had you. Nah, it's almost like fast furious. Nah, you never had your car. He did it to me. We were doing, uh, line drills, basically passing, defending different guards. Uh, there's nine guys out on the floor and then the rest of the line, you go find the next open person. If you win, you stay. If you lose, you, you know, you, you get back in line, that person stays. And I love getting Heath. Everyone's like, man, fuck you light rolling with Heath. I mean, I'm like, yeah, I love it because he toys with me and I learn. Um, and it's fun. I'm laughing while, and so is Heath. He's laughing. We're both laughing because I'll do something. He'll counter it and laugh as he count counters it. And, you know, then, you know, either submits me or he sweeps me. And then I'm laughing that he got me. Like, cause it's always some sneaky ass shit. He's so fucking good at, but I thought I'd almost passed his open guard and, then he just sweeps the leg in, retains the guard, and then got me with an X choke one time. Then another time was kind of the same thing. Then he just butterfly swept me, and it was, it was, it's, it's so much fun. It's fucking fun. I'm doing jujitsu not because I'm worried about fighting somebody, not because I'm competing in jujitsu. It's because it's fucking fun. It's, uh, man, I get, I'm sore every day. It's a better workout. It's, I don't like going to the gym. You know, there was times where I was going to the gym for like a year straight, three days a week, and I saw the benefits of it, but I can never say that I enjoyed my time at the gym. It was no, as long as I get my ass through the doors, I'll work out. If I don't make myself go into the parking lot, I won't work out. Um, this, I can't wait to get there. It's so much fun. It's an ass whipping, uh, physically and, you know, a literal ass whipping sometimes. And it's fun. And then I get my licks in. Uh, I swept four people last night, uh, that are all higher belts than me. Um, almost passed a blue belt, uh, pretty good blue belt. Now that was a legit, I almost got his ass cause he told me you almost got me. Um, but it, you know, it's, it's part of it. You get lucky sometimes he's, he'll crush me. This guy is this blue belt I'm talking about. He is, I, he may have fucked up and I capital almost capitalized on it. Um, but 10 times out of 10, even if I had passed his guard, he'd have somehow got his guard back and then submitted me cause he's a monster six foot two, two, 
225, 230 of hard rock fucking muscle. Um, anyway, it was fun. Uh, he's also a canine officer. At, he's a cool, cool dude. We've always talked. I've known him through dogs before I started jiu-jitsu there. Anyway, I'm rambling. Um, I'm going to end this one. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for the downloads. Thanks for the support. And I have not forgot about you. No, I'm not quitting. No, I'm not going on to other things. No, I'm not quitting shooting. Um, I, it's just been a crazy time right now. Um, but it, it's it's going to crank back up because I'm uh, I'm going to sign up for some more matches and uh, and get some more guests on. I don't know who. I mean, I'll get like I said, I'll get Jeff and CL on. I'll eventually get Heath on. Um, I haven't forgot about James. But with Misfit Canine, I'll probably get him on sometime. No, I'm not playing. I don't. I, I've learned not to plan stuff around James. Um, let's see. Uh, I might get Keith Baker back on because there's some things that we want to talk about. Um, and I had an interesting conversation the other day with uh, Scott Whitehead uh, about some low development stuff that I'll probably touch on in another episode. Um, maybe I'll have him on to talk to discuss that because we don't fully agree but yet we agree on uh, the other aspects of it and it'll be a fun conversation um maybe a conversation i had him you know on via skype along with uh the counter to his argument right so have kind of like joe rogan having a vegan and then a carnivore diet person on dr sean baker who's a doctor and a carnivore diet you know influence if you want to call him an influencer or whatever so having like the, i'll be like the mediator on touching on both sides of the argument or whatever and keeping it civil obviously there's no need to get argument you know it's going to be an argument but just to get both sides of the story and uh theories so um i think it's about it guys i'm gonna call it appreciate it talk to you guys soon